1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the RK3 show. I'm Robert Kennedy the 3rd RK3. That's me. And it's time to do this again. Wow. It's been a minute. This feels good. This feels good. The energy is tight. The vibe is right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm having fun in here. This is episode number one of the RK3 show. And I'm excited because this is my fourth podcast. I've had a couple of personal development podcasts and a leadership podcast previously. And there were great platforms, but I'm super excited about this one because it comes with a little more clarity for me. Clarity about my calling, clarity about purpose, about how I can impact people and clarity about what makes me smile. So I'm hoping to transfer that clarity over to you. Now, by way of introduction, I just want to tell you a little bit about the show. So it was a couple of years ago during a workshop that I actually realized what I was doing. I was delivering a, a leadership development workshop when a seasoned gentleman in the room, he piped up and he said, yeah, that's good information, but how do I deliver it? I try to share ideas with these millennials all the time, but it doesn't work. <laughs> so I asked them, well, how, how are you giving the information? And he says, well you, well, you know, I just tell them I say what I say and I say it firmly and I try to say it with authority so they will listen. But these new new employees, they just don't hear stuff. So then I told him a quick story about my first leadership experience and, and how my boss told me that I couldn't be buddy buddy with employees. And as, as I was telling him the story. You could see him begin to lean in and and pay attention a bit. And then I shared how I solved the problem by asking questions. And then finally, I asked him, do you see what I just did? What? (laughs) He says. So I said, I told you a story. Why did I do that first? So he smiles and, and he says, well, to kind of put me in your world a bit. And that's when it occurred to me that what I was doing every day was more than just leadership development. It was connecting people, connecting worlds and creating possibility through stories. So that's what this podcast will explore. Business, communication, motivation, leadership and possibility through the lens of of storytelling. Now, before we jump into the interview for today, I wanted to let you know about a community where you can connect with others who are passionate about growth, exploring their passions, and telling their stories with confidence. It's the Speak Right Now community. I want you to join me in the Speak Right Now community on Facebook, and you can go to Facebook, search Speak Right Now Community, right as in writing a story, W-R-I-T-E, the Speak Right Now Community, or you can go to speakrightnow.com forward slash community and join us as we march to a million storytellers. Okay, so let's get to the show today today. I'm pulling up an interview I did about a year ago with a superstar professional speaker friend of mine. And she's such she's such a superstar that she goes by one name, Pegine. Communication, motivation, leadership and more. You're listening to the RK3 show. We are here with another uh, amazing u-h-m-a-z-i-n-g guest today and i don't even want to go into detail just yet because she's so amazing on her website there's something as a former teacher i loved alliteration and her website says that she's feisty fearless focused and fun and ladies and gentlemen i just want to bring you this person who's so rock and roll and phenomenal that they go by one name and one name only Peggy, how are you today?
0: I am so excited. Be feisty. Be fearless. Be <laughs> focused. Have fun. Yeah. I am so excited, and I love the RK3. Ooh, there you go. Starting to set up some excitement, and for me, this is just awesome to be with you. So thank you for having me.
1: Well, listen, I people already are getting a little... Be feisty. What was that song? Sing that again? Be feisty, be fearless, be focused, have
0: fun.
1: Ah, I got the power, she's got the power, we've got the power. Uh So when you go out on stage, is that how you bring your... Do you have a song, theme music, or do you just give the... Oh, I have my own
0: song. So I've written the words of my song. I hired a producer to write the song. I hired a singer to sing the song so that when I just before I go on stage, it's already starting when I get, when I start walking through, it's getting loud. And what's really interesting is I, I, we, I have a kind of a video that has the words. Yes. So that in the beginning, people don't like, what is this? Who is this person? Hello. But then as I start incorporating some of the words and then at the end, they actually had the song. And I will tell you, the song has been so powerful that people actually have it as a ringtone.
1: Wow. Wow. So t- tell me about this brand a little bit. So we, we, we know about one-namers. We know about Michael. We know about Madonna. We know about Beyonce and the Bayhive. So who is this Peguin person, and where did you get the idea? or What, what made you decide to go with just the one-name brand?
0: So the first was from a marketing standpoint. So my name is Peguin at mm-hmm. and what was happening and i would notice it for years that people say what is your name i go my name is peguin what's your last name at and then they get the glazed look over the face <laughs> because they were struggling with the first name peguin what huh what I i've never heard that what uh, uh, uh. now i'm giving them a second name yeah and so at that point they decide i'm not even gonna recognize you so I, I truly said, Well, freak that. I'm just going to go by my first name because it is a powerful first name. Right. And, you know, it's my world, my world. I live in La La Land. I am all that. And I said, Well, you know, Cher can go by one name and Madonna can go by one name. I can go by one name, and of course, then then there's Oprah, and then Beyonce, and then Shakira, and there's all this. And I just said no. That I'm just Pigine. What's powerful about it is then people started, people started to feel they were special when they knew me personally. Mm. So they would start marketing, then saying. Oh, have you seen Pigeen? Pigeen who? Oh, Pigeen. You don't need it. She doesn't <laughs> need any other names. You've got to know Pigeen. And then they started to add something else. Two other words, which we've incorporated into a branding, which was, you don't know Pigeen? Oh my gosh, Pigeen power is amazing. Her power is amazing. So we started to use Pigeen power, you know. So, you know, in my song, Peggin, power, Peggin, power, be feisty, be fearless, be focused, have fun. And then what started happening when my larger programs, my scale, people then started using Peggin and they would say the Peggin experience. Wow. So for me, it started with people not being able to say both names. Then it started with, I'm going to own me. I own me. This is me. There's nobody out that could ever reflect, be me. So I'm going to own it. And then it, then it, then it started broadening into this other piece. And then when we decided to name the company, um, because I always knew I wanted to be able to bring in other speakers, other trainers, then I named the company team pigging. Right. For two reasons. First off, if you re- read P-E-G-I-N-E, people would start saying Pigini, Penguin, Piganini. <laughs> they made up stuff. And so I needed a way for them to remember how to say the name as right. well as recognize that I'm a, a power source about leadership and team. So we named a team P-E-G-I-N-E.
1: Awesome. So you've gone through this process. How does a beginning speaker, somebody that is new to the game, really find their thing, I, that, that identity like, like you found that allows them to stand out or allows them to just be recognized in a marketplace that's already crowded?
0: It's a really great question because first off, we all have to understand that each one of us is absolutely positively unique. And each one of us has a unique way of doing it. And what happens within the speaking industry is we see people that we love the way they speak. We love them. We want to be like them. So we start mimicking what they do. Right. And, and it becomes a process. So you start mimicking what other people do. You start, uh, Oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to sit, I'm going to stand, I'm going to read notes. And that's an important process. I think that people discount that process
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it is only within that process that you start noticing, yeah, that doesn't feel really well to me. Only in that process that do you start doing some magic that comes out of your voice because you're connected to your soul and you're connected to your heart. That magic starts going and you suddenly realize, wow, my story really connected that in that moment. You start giving yourself permission to express your truth in those moments. But in the beginning, you really do have to just get on stage and and fail and fall down and feel really uncomfortable. I mean, please, I, I speak like all over the place, right? Well, let me change that. So that those of you that are listening to me, if you have a speaking engagement and want to hire me, you don't think that I'm totally booked because I really want to do your gig. So I speak more than enough, but I'm open for way more. Even now, as, I, as I've gone, you know, I've been doing this full-time as a full-time professional speaker, making 6K up to 7K some years on my own, is knowing 7K? Is that a million?
1: Seven figures, 7,000, seven figures. figures. Gotcha. (laughs) Um,
0: is knowing that you're always in transition.
1: Mm.
0: Any, there are speakers that have been out that do the same speech all the time and going in. But you know, to me, it's like, wow, my world is changing. I'm changing. I'm expanding and having different experiences. I'm evolving. And so On stage, I'm always looking to evolve with the audience.
1: Right, right. So you're speaking about evolution, but one of the things that, number one, you've got that song, you're fearless, you're focused, you're fun, you're feisty. And in a corporate culture that is sometimes seen as straight laced stand up, you got to be a certain way how do you bring that Peguin personality and that power into? that corporate setting and still, you know, have them not feel totally, Oh my gosh, uncomfortable. We're, we're out of our comfort zone here.
0: Oh, my job is to make them uncomfortable. So part, so, so let me just take a My company, we make leaders great Hmm. and we do that by teaching them to have influence impact and to inspire others. And we use a variety of forms, right, from speaking to training to event to experiences to project management, blah, blah, blah. But they will always, 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 if they're hiring me, always say the same thing. Uh, We really want to bring you in. And we just want to let you know that you might want to take it down a little bit. <laughs> um, we, we, we are a very, very conservative organization and we may not respond. And I always say to them, so why did you pick me? Right. Why did you look at my videos? Yes. Have you looked at my website? Yes. Have you seen what I, what people have said to me? Yes. So are you, Why are you hiring? Well, because our people really need to step out of their comfort zone. They really need to connect. They really need to understand that influence takes courage. I said, so that's exactly why you hired me. So I'm not going to change, but understand I am 99% of my work is with very conservative, very straight-laced, very... I live, I'm going to live by the rules, but boy, do I want to be somebody else. Wow. And so, and, and so it's, it's really interesting. People say, well, like I just spoke to the German speakers association. Uh, it was in Germ- I was in or Germany, I was in Germany and Austria. And I went and and I was their keynote and they all said, you know, Germans are very serious. And I went, Oh God, you sent, you sound just like my clients. Wow. So I did me. And then it was so interesting. I got, Immediately after I stopped, I had one guy run up to me saying, can I hire you? I had another person saying, I've got some leads for you. And so here I am in Germany where everybody says it's very conservative and you can't do this stuff. And, well, I'm sorry, I got hired. Mm. So I guess they do like it. Right,
1: right. Right. So you, you're talking about Germany and all of these different places And I, I want to move to just that hiring process. You're, you're here and you're based in the United States and you're international now. And a lot of newer speakers are trying to get to that place. How does a speaker, what, what are they, what are the things that they need to do to continue getting booked? They
0: have to get out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. and start putting themselves out there. My first paid speaking. So I didn't know anything about paid speaking. I didn't know anything about speakers. I knew nothing, even though I had been speaking and even though I had been in corporate and even though I had been a teacher and a non-for-profit, even though, I mean, obviously I must've seen speakers, but I didn't know they were paid. And it wasn't until I was on um, TV a lot and Montel Williams was pulled me aside I had been on his show 32 times back when his show was a hit and he pulled me aside and you should be out there speaking. What are you doing? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm literally blind. Right. But in that moment I started looking up. And so the first thing that I did was I actually went to local libraries Hmm. and for $500 I would come in and teach you how to, um, Work with toddlers. I had to be great toddler parents. I did a lot of parents' education. That was my first, and they paid me $500. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Are you paying <laughs> me to do this? I had the chinsiest brochure. But here's what I've learned from the business. Want to get booked? You got to make phone calls. Mm-hmm. Every time we stop making phone calls, I don't care whether it's cold calls. I mean, we do cold calls we do warm calls we do calls the moment i stop calling the moment david my right hand person stops calling the business stops um that's that's number for that's for sure so you just got to call so i don't care if it's you calling libraries i don't care if you're calling i mean we had a stack of military procurement people that's how we got into into the federal government we call them all the time thousands of them Mm. Um, it doesn't matter if they say no, it doesn't matter if you don't get an email, it doesn't matter. It's something about the energy, energy in this world generates that. So that's number one. Number two, if you had to have a website, it doesn't have to be, you know, it can't be chintzy. Well, let me change that. It's got to have your contact information.
1: That's helpful. Yeah.
0: You'd be surprised how many speakers, like really, really famous speakers, don't have on their first page, their phone number, their email. What do you talk about? And even my own website here, I had spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on my website. And everybody was like, oh, your website rocks. Be feisty, be fearless, be focused, be fun. Oh, so cool. The speakers loved it. Until one speaker pulled me aside and said, um, okay, there's nothing on your website that says what you do. Right. Like, there was nothing that said I was, an, I was a keynote speaker. There was nothing that said I did coaching. There was nothing, nothing. And it was all about me, nothing about what I do for them.
1: Hmm. Wow.
0: So we quickly switched. Then we just switched on the slides. The content was great. It was the slides that, you know, when you went first to the page... Um so, so everybody's website has to say what do you do and what do you solve? And for new speakers, you go, I oh, don't know, I just want to motivate them. Really? Well, why do you want to motivate them? Well, because they're not doing such great. Well, why aren't they doing so great? Because they feel lousy. So they feel lousy. Why do they feel lousy? Because they've been telling themselves really negative messages. So then, your solution is you're giving them tactics and tools so they can think better thoughts to be more powerful and, and right? So, what's your solution? Um, and you've got. I, thank God, I was in direct sales for a while because, and I and because you got to call, you got to put yourself out there. That's how you get. That's how you get business. It. You are ninety. of a speaker's life is selling Yep. to do the 5% that you love.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you've got these, these calls and you speak and you, how long have you been speaking again? You since the nineties, you said
0: I have been in business full time for 21 years.
1: Wow. Okay. So a lot of people, when they think about the speaking industry, Mm -hmm. they think about the, 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 the sexy piece, the, the keynotes and you stand in front of an audience of 50,000 in the stadium and they're all ranting, raving fans, hollering your name. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of the vision that a lot of, a lot of people, especially when they're getting into speaking and they hear the word motivational speaking, they think, Oh yeah, Tony Robbins, blah, 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 blah. Ah, it's me. So, for a newer speaker, what are what, what is something that you would recommend to them so that they can really get a picture of not only the industry, but a way that they can go that might be successful for them?
0: That's a great question. So so yes, there are stadium environments where you could speak. Um, but starting out, you're not going to get there. And it, you, if you try to book it, it's almost that that's one of those experiences that comes to you the right time at the right place. Right. And really it's just because you've been consistent and out there. What is more important for you to recognize is you can be extraordinarily successful speaking to a hundred people in a room, making a really nice piece of money. And I'm, when I talk about that, I'm, I'm talking that you're going in for 30 minutes to half an hour, half an hour to an hour, maybe. And, you know, you you can be bringing home anywhere between ten dollars to $25,000, you know, to go in. And, but you have to earn, you earn it. You earn it through the years of proactive. The best piece of advice that I can give you is a piece of advice that I got from a man named Bob Frere. And I had been speaking professionally and I was like, Oh, nothing is happening. Kill me. This is terrible. And then he was looking at me and he said, we are on the corner of 47th and 5th. Stuff was not happening. And he had just closed a huge deal. Right. And I looked at him and I'm like, I clearly had the look of, Oh my God, everything sucks. And he went, (laughs) he looked at me and he went, you know what? I'm a freaking 20 year overnight sensation. That message, I'm a 20 year overnight sensation, took away all of my expectations that was going to happen overnight. Hmm. It was the decision for me that I was no longer going to look at this business as a short end game. It was a commitment for a long term. It's kind of like my marriage. I married 32 times, 32 years.
1: 32 time, man, yeah, list right. all the time. Cool. Thinking,
0: oh, 32 years. You know, but it's, <laughs> that, it's that long term decision. This is, this is what I do. This is how I choose to do it. This is who I am. This is what's going to come. So I am, but I will tell you something. Can I share one thing real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I will share that. One of the things that I, you know, you talk about mistakes that you've done in the past. Mm. The one thing that I wish that I didn't do, and it was because of a confidence issue. Right. Was I knew I wanted to speak on leadership. I knew that was what I wanted to do. I went through so many contortions before I owned and said I make leaders great. Right. I Went in every other direction because I was afraid that I wasn't good enough. Hmm. I was afraid that I wasn't real enough. I was afraid that I didn't have knowledge. Meanwhile, like back at the ranch, I had, I ran two businesses by the time I was 17. I was a director of operations and president of a direct sales company. I had owned a, run a large non-for-profit and you know, like, like, Dang, girl, how much more leadership experiences can you get before yep. you decide that you can own it? And that is one of the biggest things that I'm going to say for new speakers. Look into your experience. Look into your, into your world. What, what are the words that people use about you? Do they call you a leader? Do they call you a motivator? Do you call you a creator? What are the words, an innovator, what are those words that you seem to pop up for you and really resonate with you? And then mm. put those down and declare it. Mm. You know, I teach people and don't, and everybody listening to this, no, I will, I have no problem if I hear it on stage using my words I will go up on that stage and I will pull you down. If I hear you use my words,
1: <laughs>
0: Just, let's be clear about it. Cause what I'm about to say is one of my speeches. So you got to know it, own it and share it. You got to know, know it. You got to know what you're about. You got to know it. And I, 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 I knew it on one part of what I wanted, but I didn't know it in terms of this it was my God given gift. Yeah to give. Um, Then you have to own it. You really have to say, boom, this is me. I had no problem. Boom. I'm feisty, fearless, focused, and fun. I'm the badass. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to be up there and I'm going to make things happen. That part, I had no problem owning. Right. It was, how would I inspire a leader to be, you know, this corporate executive to lead in the way we need leadership in a diverse world Hmm. and it's got to be influential and it's got to be impactful and it's got to be inspiring to, to a group of multi diverse ethnic religious life bearing. I mean, we are not a monolithic society. Right. So for me, it was, that's what I own. I own leadership in a diverse world. I own it. I know it. I live it. I am it.
1: Right. Yeah. And
0: a new speaker needs to – and I, and there are three. There are four ranges of speakers, okay? It's the brand new I don't know anything. I'm just coming into it. It's my first one to three years. Ooh, I love it. Ooh, I love it. I'll buy everything you have. <laughs> then there's a three to five-year speaker that's going like, oh, my gosh, I really got it sell I gotta do this stuff I don't know that I want to do it oh my god this is really rough this is really hard okay I'll keep on going why does everybody else seem so successful and I'm not that's a three to five right then there's the five to ten speaker like really am I how stupid am I I should just quit I should just go no I'm not I got this thing going on I'm gonna do it I figured it out now I have friends that know it. I know I'm not the only one Oh I'm not giving up I've invested too much time I'm going for it I'm going for it, and I'm gonna wow look at this look, look I'm doing this how awesome this is Yay! oh gosh, and then you have a slide and then then you have the ten the the ten year plus speaker which is they're not leaving
1: <laughs> right
0: they're not leaving because they've now like spent 10 years of their life doing this stuff. And what's really amazing about all of that is that when you know how to run a business, and this is key about speaking, you got to know that this is a business. This is not a hobby. This is not a joy. This is a business. So take business
1: courses. Wow. So I, for those that are listening, even if you skipped through the past 20 minutes Those last 30 seconds, the one to three year, the three to five, the five to 10, for me, that's gold right there because it allows you to see the sequencing. It allows you to know what the journey is gonna be like. So when you're having those moments where you're feeling like, oh my gosh, am I in the right place? I know there's something that I'm feeling inside of me that I've gotta share with other people, but I feel out of place. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm messing this thing up. That right there, those the one to three, the three to five, the five to ten, that series of emotions that Peggy just took you through is something that should help you gain some guidance, some perspective, and a little bit of hope for where, you, where you're headed towards. So hang in there, all right? I, so let, let's end with this. I, people can find you at Peggin.com and pe- TeamPeggin.com. Tell us a little bit about what else you've got going on, who you're working with what you're promoting, what you're, what you're putting together now.
0: Awesome. Well, I have started a new membership that we're actually opening for registration between uh, October 16th and the 20th. And then I'll in January. And this is called, you can go to feisty, fearless, feisty, fearless, female.com, wow. which leads you to my Pagin's power players. Uh, sign up right now. This is for women who are ready to take it to the next level. Maybe they're in their heart. They know that they've done stuff, and now they're ready to go into another place. It's for leaders, authorities, experts, speakers, who who need to be around someone who knows it. I'm bringing in me. Let me tell you something. I kick people's but you're i'm gonna i'm your like proverbial cheerleader so it's going to be that it's going to be bringing in people that can give resources and it's building up community amongst each other now why is this important and why do i know this is needed i started the power women of nsa which is a, a group within the national speakers association i started in, by inviting any women that i could find 20 to my my room saying i'm doing this that has led us Led me to create a um, online group with a bunch of other women. We went from having 20 women to 830 women. Wow! This is for all those people who can't yet join National Speakers Association. All those who that's not going to be their that's not going to be their game anyway. They want to be, but they know they have. They know they're feisty, fearless, focused. They know they've got this. So come join me. Go to Feisty. Fearlessfemale.com, which leads you to the Peggy Powers player. And play with me. By the way, oh my gosh, i got to share this. If you join between October 16th and the 20th, I think it's the last day, hmm. it's $25 a month for the first 100 people. Cool. That means you're getting me yeah i I don't even want to say it because I puke when I say that like i'm yeah twenty five dollars a month hello Just <laughs> fearless female dot com and you read about it but it's something that you want to do do apply to receive the r s v p um and share it with the world. The other right. thing that I want people to know about and you have the link is speaking business. Speaking is one part of your business. You can build a lot of other components from training to doing events. And I've been able to build a really, really nice built business by expanding what I do in a way that enables people to hear it in the way that they need to hear it. Sometimes people don't understand what a keynote speaker is, but they understand training. Sometimes people want to be coaching. So you have to add that into your mix. And I had shared you with my capability statement. Um, and I just want people to, to understand you've got to be creative in this business. Yeah. If, if you only rely on speaking, God forbid something happens to you. Hmm. You've got to have other stuff. Yeah. And that was very, pissed me off when I heard that because I thought everybody was making things just from speaking. Right. And then I found out, what? Wait a minute. You have a landscaping business? What? Wait, what? You have, wait, 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 wait. You had this a, a production business. Oh, wait a minute. You do videos. When you start peeling the onion. Yeah. You start seeing that people have other, other gigs going on. To supply the income. Yep. And so speakers, please don't don't do what I did. Because I quit my job that I had a really good payment. I was making really good salary and I had benefits and everything. And I was gonna be a speaker. And I quit my job. I told my husband, I gave my boss notice. I gave them a four month notice that I was leaving. I told my husband a week before I left. Oh, <laughs> so I knew that he was going to yell and scream yeah. and be angry. Cause I was, I had the consistent paycheck. You know, he was an entrepreneur. Right. Um, and I wanted to be on, I wanted to do this Yeah. and I didn't do it at, the right way. I didn't put away six months salary. I didn't do any of that stuff. October 1st, 1996 was when I opened my business. Nine o'clock in the morning. October 1st. I mean on April 1st, I'm sorry April 1st, 1996 was when I opened it. Nine o'clock in the morning. April 1st, 1996 at 10 o'clock. I was on my hands and knees in my office crying my eyes out, "What did I just do? <laughs> and I will tell you, it's taken it took years. Years to finally have the same benefits and the salary that was equal to what I had left.
1: Right, right. Well, I, I
0: mean, that's just the truth, the way it is. Yeah. It, you're if you're walking away for something, you don't. You could do this on the side. I wish I had listened. This is what? a good. You could do that. Yep. Yeah. But you got to know that if you're going to go, you're going to hustle. And you're yeah. going to
1: pay.
0: You, you you have got to hustle.
1: Yeah,
0: you got to. hustle. There she goes.
1: <laughs> well, listen, Peggy, it's been phenomenal to have you here. I want people to go check you out again. Peggy.com, TeamPeggy.com. Go check her out and go check her out at the. The other site, was it fearless,
0: fearless, female.com. I E S T Y feisty, fearless, fearless female.com. Female.
1: Female. Awesome. 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 And you'll see that information in the show notes and you won't be lost. Make sure that you get, ch- you check out Peggy and, and hang out with her and you will be steered in the right direction so that you two can have a successful and feisty career (laughs) in the speaking world thanks so much for joining us today on successfully speaking the journey of a storyteller i've been i'm robert kennedy the third rk3 that's me and i'll see you soon Yes, I hope you enjoyed that today. Look out for us on iTunes and Stitcher as we'll drop new episodes every Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe. Tell all your peeps about the show. And if you have an idea for the show, make sure that you send your questions to podcast at robertkennedy3.com. That's podcast at robertkennedy3.com. Guess what, everybody? Everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story, and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy III, and you've been listening to The RK3.